Welcome back to another episode of Badminton Science. I'm your host Robert Johnson as usual and today we will talk about how to train during the summer in order to improve your badminton. And this will be on the physical side of things so I won't get into details of how what kind of badminton drills you should do in order to improve your backhand or your defensive skills or whatever, it's um, it's about the physical aspects. So, what you what you should start doing is some tests to see where you are at in in your physical journey, so to speak. And I have done previous episodes on the topic, but I would recommend to do the Cooper test for your aerobic ability. One rep max squat if you have the technique, vertical jump if you can, or standing long jump, which is um, easier for most people to do and get an accurate uh, reading of the test. Sprint 5, 10, 15 to 20 meters. Uh, the most important part is the 5 to 10 meters because, like, I think the entire badminton court is like 15 meters or something in that area. So not really relevant, but um, at least do five to ten meter sprints if you can be really accurate with the uh, with the time. And then we have some general strength tests like the pull ups or chins, uh, push ups. Could also be the bench press uh, if you want to. I would also recommend doing a plank and. Of course, you can do it the side plank as well. It's it's good to know, but this plank is uh, is about stability, which means that you will get in a plank position, and then you will lift one leg up. So you have one leg in the air, one leg on the ground, and your both of your arms on the ground. Hold that for fifteen seconds. Put your feet back down and up with the other leg, and then fifteen seconds go by. You put it down, back down and then you raise your arms instead. One arm, of course, it's difficult to raise both arms while doing the plank, but do the, do the test, see how, how many rounds you can go. You are, you're supposed to get to two minutes, but I think that test is really brutal and super difficult. I have yet to meet anyone who can do the full test. But this is in order to, to find out your physical weaknesses and strengths before starting the program. So by doing the tests, we have found your strength, your, uh, your jumping ability, your um, stability in the core. And yeah, we have basically measured everything. Of course, you are free to test a lot of other things like repeated sprint ability. Uh, five five tests, some change of direction drills could be badminton specific as well. Uh, doing some multi shuttle drills or, or something like that. But but just get do some tests that you can do again. Because we need to see that we can improve. Because in badminton we are we are constantly challenged with speed, endurance, jumping ability, change of direction, and and many more things. And it's so many different parts that we need to master in order to become like the best player we can be. But how, what should we train and how should we train in order to, to improve these areas? 
And of course, it starts with the tests that we just um, mentioned. And from there on, we, we can start to build a plan. And now this, this episode will be like the most general I could think of, like in order to, to get what most people need to work on and, and do it in a nine week period because I, I kind of recorded this episode like three weeks too late. So now it's, um, it's one week of July left and then you have two months of work before September and uh, competition season starts. But I've, I've done it in such a way that you can actually improve a lot during this, these nine weeks. But yeah, I, I would have preferred to do it um, uh, previously. But um, we have... Uh, yeah, okay, so, so sorry, I, I lost my, my way. But uh, during this summer period, we I will divide these nine weeks into three blocks uh, with three weeks each. So week one to three will be general strength and endurance. And I will uh, I will also go through some exercises that I like to do and, um, and uh, how you could make your weekly schedule as well. So week one to three general strength and endurance. I also like to include some some exercises and some specific things to straighten out any muscular imbalances that we have gotten during the season because of course badminton is not a sport you want to do if you want to be even on both sides because we do all our lunges on one leg so for me who's right-handed I do everything on my right leg and therefore I am stronger on my right leg which is quite obvious so by choosing, let's say for instance, a Bulgarian split squat or a split squat or a lunge instead of a goblet squat or a something, leg press, whatever, will be more beneficial to, to get both legs more even. And uh, yeah, of course you, you do want, well, I don't know if want is the right word, but you can't be completely even on both sides. Like even people who, who don't play badminton or sports, which really facilitates the, the difference between the sides will usually be uneven as well. So, or unbalanced if you want uh, to use that term instead. So I, I just like to like, as much as you can work on, on being even, at least during the first period. And also because like if we are doing, it's very seldom during a match that we use both our legs like in a squat, but we are used to lunge and jump on one leg at a time. So there are also some benefits like in, in the specific specificity um, aspect of the things. But okay, so <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to this. I, I always wonder away, but so general strength, and endurance plus some uh, adjustments to the to the muscular imbalances. So we want to do some some aerobic work, and that could be uh, it. Doesn't necessarily have to be like the, some some steady state jogging for sixty to ninety minutes. Uh, even though we want to keep in the zone two, which if you don't know what zone two training is, it's seventy to eighty percent of your heart 
uh, heart rate max. Jesus. So, is that even how you say it in English? Your maximum heart rate. Yeah, okay. So, um, so you say that you're 20 years old and we do the, the standard thing of, of doing 220 minus your age. So, 200 in this case. Then 200 times 0 0.7 is 140. And then 200 times 0 0.8 is 160. So, between 140 and 160 uh, is where your heart rate should be. And you could do it by, by jogging or biking or swimming or canoeing or rowing or whatever. Uh, that's an alternative. But for I think during this period we kind of want to, to, to do things we enjoy while also being active and, and getting the, um, the benefits of training. So if you enjoyed ru running, go for it. Um, I won't stop you. But what you can do... And this is something that's kind of new in, in my world. But it's um, it's kind of doing a lot of different exercises or drills or cardio machines or equipment to, to just stay in the 140 to 160 range, but having some variation. So it could be like, for instance, you could go jogging for 30 minutes in zone two. Then you can come back, you can do some skipping, like a jump rope for 10 minutes. Then you do some, maybe some kettlebell swings uh, paired with goblet squats. That's something I really enjoyed enjoy doing right now. You could even include some some specific footwork drills or just some basic change of direction drills where you put cones and you you like do some shuttle runs or um, just uh, yeah doing some change of direction things. It could be. Things like that but do like 10 minutes of each of those activities keeping the heart rate it, it's uh, it's a lot of variation it's fun and you get some some more benefits um, or at least some other benefits but it could also be like going to the gym uh, if you if you have access to it and doing like 50 minutes on the treadmill 50 minutes on the bike 50 minutes on the elliptical 50 minutes on the stairmaster 50 minutes on on the rower like whatever it is, like you can be really creative. You could also, um, like, do some, some um, uh, fartlek, fartlek, fartlek on Swedish. Um, except we like you jog at 140, 140. My English is bad today as always. And uh, and then go up to increase the tempo till you get to 160 and then lower it back down to 140 and then up to 160 and down to 140 and go up and down um, as well. Like Have some variation, just keep in the zone and, um, and enjoy your training is basically what I'm saying. But there are also some benefits of, of skipping, um, which is um, that we are preparing our bodies to... to to handle the impact and the load of the plyometrics and the other jumping exercises that will come. So, so there are benefits, but keep the heart rate correct. And I, I wouldn't recommend like doing 60 minutes of skipping because I think that might be too much. But um, yeah, so if we move on to the strength training part, we, um, we want to use exercises that involve the following. 
pulling, pushing, squatting and hinging. I would also recommend doing some sort of rotational work uh, or some other form of explo explosive core exercises. But, but uh, rotational power is important in badminton and we should also work on it in the, in the off-season and even in-season. But um, yeah, so let's pulling is of course like it could be pull-ups or chains, uh, rowing exercises, things like that. Pushing is bench press, military press, uh, push-ups, you know, and squatting. We here we could also include the lunge or some sort of variation. So it could be split squats, it could be Bulgarian Bulgarian split squats, it could be regular squats, goblet squats, air squats, you name it. Some sort of squat. And then hinging. So this could be the Romanian deadlift, straight leg deadlift, uh, or and I would also include in many programs and. Um, because I think it's it's uh, underrated and that's a hip thrust variation. So it could be glute bridge, it could be a hip thrust, it could be in the booty builder, it could be some sort of variation of that single leg glute bridge, single leg hip thrust. Uh, but I would I would include it as well. And uh, then the rotational power exercises, it could be a medicine ball wall slam and uh, you could do it standing in a lunge position or you could do it just standing with both feet and just rotate your body um, different uh, like this the lunge variation might be more specific to badminton but it depends because we usually don't rotate that much uh, for power when we are um, are in a lunge however it's good for your mobility as well so there are different benefits and you can also like do some variations find out what you like what you don't like and then we can also do some some regular uh, medicine ball slams, which is on the ground. So you just like straighten your arms with the ball and then like throw it at the ground as hard as you can. But uh, anyways, like if you don't have access to these these things, like maybe you can do some exercise with the with a rubber band or some cable machine, like where you just. Um, yeah, you just do some rotational exercises um, in uh, with those variations, and um, we should also do some anti-rotation exercises like a pal of press, P A L O F F, press, and um, that's basically where you you can do it in a cable machine or you could do it with a with a rubber band, and it's um, uh, you you. Put the you take it in the handle and you have it close to your body. You move out a bit until you have a lot of tension in the let's say the rubber band for for this uh, example. And uh, like when you have it close to your body, it's basically zero tension for like you're just using your legs to move it out. But stand tall and strong, and then like put your straighten your arms out. Because when you're at the top level, with uh, with your arms are fully extended, then you will the the band will try to pull you back towards where you have um, tied it in the in the in the gym or wherever you're doing it, and like it wants you to rotate back, but your job is to not let it uh, rotate you basically. So um, so anti rotation, and that's uh, something I I think we should work on more, and. Uh, I would also really like to do some some split squats or some Bulgarian split squats. Uh, a lot of single leg exercises during this period. 
However, if you are planning to do do some some big squatting exercises for strength uh, in the coming blocks, then I would also recommend like doing some sets of, of squats um, just to, to to get the the movement correctly. So in this period, we do eight to twenty repetitions of each exercise. Of course, if you are doing pull-ups then 8 to 20 might be too, too many, but then it's like just strength work. Like if you can do three, do three and then try to get up to eight or as many as you can. Um, and I would also like to, to include some low impact jumping exercises like pogo jumps, P-O-G-O. And uh, these can be done single leg or um, both legs, so unilateral, unilateral or bilateral. You can do it side to side, you can do it uh, front to back, you can do it uh, continuously forward or backwards. Like There are so many variations, just choose what you like and, and do some, some of them. It's, um, it's very good to build the capacity to handle the high load of plyometrics that will come later on. And good for, for technique and, and just like being able to handle the, the load and the, get the technique down for just landing. And of course, jumping rope is awesome to do the same thing because it, we do some small hops a lot of times. But I have done a weekly, weekly schedule of two court sessions on Tuesday and Thursday and what they could look like. Uh, I might upload them to, to Instagram so you can like look at them. But on Monday, I would like to have some general strength, low impact jumps like pogo or jumping rope. Uh, you could possibly add some some easy steady state uh, work or something very low impact, just like easy work. Um, if you're going for a run, go super slow. Don't be out for too long. Just um, just um, think about that. But on Tuesdays we have badminton, and we might add some some light uh, change of direction work as well. And if you have access to doing it on a court, then I, of course I would recommend it because it's quite specific, but don't focus too much on the tempo or the duration or uh, getting really tired. Focus on the technique. How are you landing with your feet? Is it like, does it sound a lot or is it smooth? How does it look? Film yourself and, and look at, okay, so what's, what's wrong here? And if you don't know what's wrong, uh, look at your, video from how your feet are landing and how you're standing compared to a professional badminton player or ask your coach or someone who knows a lot about badminton but do some some change of direction if you don't have access to the to let's say you have practice for one and a half hours and then afterwards you can't stay in the hall or you don't have access to a court just do some um, some um, general uh, change of direction work it's fine then on wednesdays rest day. Thursday, the same as on the Tuesday, but uh, you could change the, the bad choice of word now, but you could change the change of direction work. So you could, yeah, you could either do some, some specific footwork drills, or you could, uh, could do some general, the, you could change it up or you could keep it the same as on Tuesday. Um, if the session is is more in the, of low intensity, then you can do some more high intensity uh, footwork drills. Uh, but we don't want to accumulate too much fatigue in this part. 
Um, and then on Friday, we have general strength and we do some med ball slams uh, and we work on some endurance and it could be change of direction. Uh, so for instance, doing some shuttle runs or uh, some lateral drills or, or just some, some sort of endurance work where we keep the heart rate at um, 140 and 260. So um, it could be like the variations I've talked about pre uh, above where you do some skipping, some kettlebell swings, some running and some change of direction and so forth. Um, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, the endurance, what I've just said, is on Saturdays, okay? So you can do general strength and med ball slams, so core work, basically, on Friday, and then on Saturday you do some endurance. However, if you want to, you could do some lower body strength on Friday and the, med and the core, and then you could do upper body strength on Saturday and endurance. It depends on your schedule and what you like and don't like. And now we get to the next period, which is week four to six. And what's important to know is that no matter if you choose to follow this or if you want to do your own thing, just remember that the closer we get to the season and the competition season, where it, when it starts, where the competition period, we need to get more specific. It's super important to remember that we need to be specific. In the beginning, we are just supposed to do some normal athlete stuff where you can just change the badminton sessions to football or uh, basketball, tennis, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then you do some like some change of direction work there as well. And the strength sessions are basically the same. But the closer we get to, this, to the season, we need to be more specific towards badminton. Which means that going down, like with the steady state work or the aerobic work, we go down to, to like some more interval stuff, and then we get to some really int intensive uh, interval stuff. But week four to six, we need to work on technical skills, change of direction, um, more according to like the the match tempo, footwork, and the technique for landing and jumping. Also, we need sport-specific strength and power. Maybe maximal speed. I don't think it's uh, it's so important for for badminton, but we need some sport specific endurance as well. And the sport specific endurance is doing some like after the badminton sessions, you do some uh, 30, 40, 50 seconds uh, intervals with um, a kind of lower tempo, but like doing more badminton specific endurance work. And when it comes to, to the sport-specific strength and power, then, <clears throat> then we need to think of, okay, so what, how does badminton look and what do we, what do we need to, to work on? Now, if you are advanced, then it might be doing some, some power cleans or some hang power cleans. If you are more of the like, ambitious player who wants to, to get to the elite level or, or just improve a lot, but we are not at the highest level, then then it might be doing some, some single leg strength work and some single leg power work. Uh, or at least doing some, some squats for strength and then do some, some uh, unilateral lunge type power work. But regardless, we're moving more towards strength in this session. So two to six sets of two to six repetitions, which is quite easy to remember. 
But whatever you choose, it's important to be consistent and not change too much from week to week with the reps and sets. Because if you do two sets of six week one, if you do six sets of two week two, it's it doesn't make any sense. Like choose to do like two sets of six and then like two sets of five increase the weight a lot or like not a lot but you know a reasonable amount and then two sets of, of four the last week or, or three by three increase the weight or maybe two or two sets of three repetitions week one then three by three then four by three so just choose what you want to do it depends on the goals if, if you have um, for instance Maybe you want to like really work on your on your max strength, then maybe six by two is perfect for you. But maybe you, you'll have some problem with keeping strength as you go, then maybe two sets of six is better for you. But Mondays, so the days are the same for badminton on Tuesday and Thursday, and then I have everything else the same. Then you have lower body power and jumping maybe some upper strength that's more of a general strength thing so lower power that could mean that we do some uh, or uh, yeah we, we could maybe use a uh, let's say um, we could have a hip thrust or a squat that we do kind of powerful so high speed on, on the bar so if we were to do some strength work then the bar can't move as fast because it takes time to get uh, to your max power or max uh, strength output but uh, if we were to do power work we need to be faster so whatever you do like you make sure it's the the bar is moving at the correct speed because if the if you're trying to work strength and the bar is moving fast, then you're not doing strength work because you are, or not absolute strength anyways, because it's too light. But we want to do some lower body power, which as I said, squat or uh, and or hip thrust, maybe. Uh, we can do some jumping exercises, but I would like to have some kind of low impact ones like box jumps. Um, we have as I've said previously, we have done the pogo jumps and they can remain, but we increase as so we do box, box jumps, maybe some tuck jumps, single leg push off, um, and then for upper body strength, like we can do some two sets of pull ups, two sets of uh, dumbbell rows, uh, dumbbell chest press, and like some military press or whatever you, you choose. But I would also like to have some, some core. Um, don't have to be too much. Uh, on the badminton court, we work a lot on um, on uh, on the endurance part of the. So we go up, as I've said previously, in time for the intervals. But still, the focus should be on on the technical skills. But then on Friday we have some more specific strength work, so that might mean three by three in the in the squat. Uh, we might have some deadlifts or something like that. Uh, we also have some general strength and that could be like the accessory work with the straight legged deadlift or some more high repetition uh, hip thrust like 6 to 10 maybe. Then we have some steady state work and of course we can 
we we don't have to do like the steady state of, of just running it could be the uh, the variations i've talked about previously where you change exercise but keep the heart rate in the in the right zone and then some med ball slams and then on saturday we have some hard aerobic conditioning or at least some 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 sort of workout that really gets us tired and that might do be like doing 12 to 14 70 seconds on 20 seconds off intervals uh, with running or it, it might be 30 30 I, even though i i would kind of recommend like 70 20 here just to to get um, uh, to get some aerobic work done and and like really be tired and on set Sundays we rest and remember that the closer we get to competition the more specific we have to get and now we are more focusing on so on the next phase we're more focusing on maintaining the strength and the aerobic progress we have made we now have to implement more speed plyometrics and sport specific drills and we want to go from the the more general plyometric drills to more badminton specific plyometric drills so uh, that could be for more like the single leg things uh, like single leg tuck jump split squat jump single leg push up um, and then we could even go as far as to say like do some some really badminton specific jumps so for instance let's say that you were in pretending to hit a smash from forehand and backhand do that but you just focus on jumping as high as you can with the correct technique that would also be, that would be some really specific plyometrics for badminton and if you were to do it with a shuttle then it would be even more specific so um so yeah there are some some um, um some things that we could be doing here but as long as we get as long as we have a, a planned progression during the the off season here or the pre-season training we we will be good and we want to to still do some as i've said uh, because i'm still at week four to six now um we we still want to like improve our, our aerobic ability but we also want to like really focus on the on the plyometrics and i've said previously like this is just a general uh, program if you need to work more on endurance then you need to program for more endurance so for instance after your badminton sessions go for a jog slash uh, walk so you keep your heart rate at zone two after your badminton sessions have one at least one have maybe two strength sessions a week anyways but uh, like include more of the endurance work so um so yeah, uh, and now of course, so as I've said, we have lower body power and plyometrics on Mondays, which means that we can go hard on Thursdays. And since we are resting on Sundays, we are well rested for the Monday session. And I also recommend that if you have the possibility, it might be more beneficial to, to do the uh, Monday gym session on uh, early in the day because the badminton sessions are usually in the evening for most people which means that you have more time to recover for the badminton session even if it's just a few hours it, it makes a difference so um so keep that in mind
And uh, of course, we, we want to do some more badminton-specific footwork. And they can be hard, but they should still focus on getting the technique right. Um, because if we have good, if we are fast, but we don't have the technique, then we won't be fast because we can't change direction as well as we want to. So, doing the low intensity footwork will also do. Act, it will also act as a kind of sport specific endurance training, even though the tempo is a lot slower than in the real game. But if we're to go to week seven to nine, which is the last block in this. Um, example we want to go more towards the specifics of, of badminton and we might add some other change of direction exercises for footwork like reacting to a command and moving to a certain corner so so let's say that you're um, you have someone in front of you with uh, like holding a racket or something to point with and you are just reacting to what they where they uh, tell you to move because we can be re like really really good at at uh, or we can be fast we'll with change of direction if we're were to do some shadow play or uh, some drills where we know where the shuttle is going or at least where we are moving towards but if we can't react then it won't matter because then you can only be fast when you are reading the game correctly but when you play against really good players or plays that can like hold the shuttle, shuttle a bit longer and like maybe getting you to the position where you are not really sure where the shuttle is going then you would be at a disadvantage every time and therefore we need to work on that as well because there is not just a physical aspect of change of direction it's also um, mental and a part of that is a part of that is reading the game and uh, also reacting to what happens and um, and actually having the, the physical capabilities of changing direction. But now on Mondays we have power and plyometrics. And plyometric, like the literature says that a beginner should do like a volume of 80 to 100 jumps per week. An intermediate should do 100 to 120 and an advanced like 120 to 140. But for badminton, it's it's different. It's not um, it's not the same, and it, it it depends on so many factors. Because if you are um, if you are at the elite level, so for instance, the Danish players um, at the top level, they uh, when they work at Brøndby with uh, Mads, then they don't do any jump specific uh, jumping drills because they they are practicing so much badminton and they are jumping in the sessions that they can't do in the in the gym because they will just get injured so they can work on power but they don't work on plyometrics and uh, like if you were to to um, to do some really hard uh, aerobic conditioning work or some really hard conditioning work in, in in other aspects or you were to focus on strength endurance uh, flexibility and also you want to jump higher then it might be too many things and you can't have the same volume so it depends a lot and I can't really say how many jumps you should do you have to kind of figure it out but like maybe half of um, of these recommendations I've said is can be enough um, but uh, yeah 
don't don't worry too much about it just do something and have high quality that will be the most important factor for this so um so yeah so power work it could be some some squats like let's say you have 100 kilo max then you might go down to like 60 percent of that and just do some really explosive uh some squats there which means that you won't jump but you will get up on your toes while you do it so you you have enough power to get up on your toes but not to jump or you could do some jump squats where you have like maybe 30 kilos on the bar and just jump that's also a possibility um but yeah i would i would like to do some with the plyometrics in this phase i would like to have some some specific badminton drills so like more single leg stuff that i was uh, talking about previously so if you have done just box jumps and like the the two-legged jumps then i would recommend adding some single leg stuff and on tuesdays it's badminton and uh, now we can really like really start doing some some tough um work with um with speed and endurance so for instance we could on tuesdays do some like really really hard and grueling um like we could do like 30 seconds on 15 seconds off just like kill ourselves and and like uh, yeah just feeling like shit when we're done basically and then rest on wednesday and on thursday we instead work on speed on court so really short intervals long rest periods and if you want to do speed, then you kind of want to do it before you do the the um, the regular practice. Because if we are tired, then we're not really working on speed. So if you could do like, if you have 10 minutes or 15 minutes before the session starts, like or the training actually begin, like do some some uh, some speed training then, and um, and then go about playing matches or or whatever your coach has in store for you. Then on Fridays, uh, we could do some short intense intervals. It could be like 15 seconds on, 15 seconds off for, like, let's say, 10. Then rest, like active rest for two minutes. Then do 10 more active rest for two minutes and then 10 more. Like something like that, like really, really hard short intervals. And we also have some strength work just to, to maintain. Like it doesn't take a lot to maintain strength, so maybe two sets of, of three two three repetitions maybe just keep the strength and um like for the back squats for this instance uh do some general strength with the hip thrusts and uh, upper body work and then on saturday we want to move more towards the specific uh, badminton conditioning work which means that it could be different variations of intervals. So let's say you don't, you're on vacation, you don't have access to a court or you can't really, like, really do change of direction. Then you might do some, some, basically a sprint for like 10 seconds, and then rest for 10 seconds, do 30 seconds quite fast, rest for 30 seconds, like have some variation in it, or you could do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. 15 seconds on 30 seconds off like something like that but it, it's it's supposed to be kind of varied um during the interval session but as long as you're doing interval it's fine even better would be to do some some more intervals on on the court with the correct movement and like just going for speed and and not too long intervals like keeping them kind of short 
with some exceptions of like some 30 second rally that happens sometimes but what I would prefer the most is if you have the possibility and I know that not a lot of people have this opportunity but it would be to have some sort of multi-shuttle drills and if you have been working on uh, let's say speed and plyometrics and a lot of like just increasing your speed and change of direction during the summer don't do too many shuttles in each pile you have to think that okay so if we have been working on uh, like explosiveness during the entire summer why would you do 20 shuttles in a pile for like 10 sets it doesn't make sense because now we're working endurance so what I would do instead is like have like uh, we could do we could still do 200 shuttles but maybe if we do like uh, six shuttles in each pile so we have 10 uh, piles of six shuttles so that's 60 shuttles in total you do them with the uh, kind of the same rest that you would have during a game uh, between each round then rest for a bit do it again so now we're up to 120 rest some more rest some more do um, uh, like 60 more so 180 and then for the last part then you can do 20 in a row or you could do some uh, two uh, sets of 10 shuttles in each pile uh, just like find something else but what i would recommend is like doing so let's say you start with 6 by 10 times 3 so that means what i've just said uh, previously so you're up to 180 shuttles what shuttles good english <laughs> but what I would do after that is to during the first round with the 60 shuttles I would add one shuttle to each pile so now we're up to 70 which means that the total will be now 190 and depending on how it feels you could add like one shuttle to each pile which means that then we get up to 210 and then you can do the same the next week and then we're up to 240 shuttles it could depend, but when we do that, if we if our goal is to be faster and more explosive on court, then don't do too many shuttles in a pile. But what we what we're doing now is that we we work on on speed, but we're also increasing the volume over time, which means that we now have more explosive endurance or power endurance or whatever you want to call it. That is very badminton specific, and that's what I. Um, would want to see more people do and of course as i've said previously this is like the, the most general thing i could come up with and you, you need to modify based on what you what your goals and what your needs are so for instance like if you have uh, if you want to be faster then do what i've just said with the multi-shuttle drills or at least with the footwork drills if you need to work on endurance then it would it will probably be better to do like uh, let's say that you start with uh, yeah I think 20 shuttles is too, is too many in a pile actually but let's uh, let's say that you have 20 20 piles of 10 shuttles in each 200 shuttles and then you increase to um, to 12 shuttles in each pile and just like work on from there I think that's more 
uh, of a of a better approach, like working on endurance. And of course, you can do that during the during the week. Um, uh, yeah, during every block, basically, like because we have some sort of endurance work on on Saturdays or like some at least conditioning work on Saturdays, and it can be re really good to do it with uh, with shuttles or just footwork. But but yeah, just figure out your goals and don't focus on everything at once, because if if we're focusing on everything, then the possibility of of actually getting better at everything will decrease a lot if we're used to focus on one uh, specific thing. Now, I think that we can actually train like this and still improve in, in a lot of areas. But if you were to want to increase your power, your uh, jumping ability, your change of direction, your max strength, your aerobic capacity, your sprint ability, then it would be really, really difficult to do everything at once. So just folk, pick out the most important part of uh, of your career or like what you need to, to improve the most. And then pick a secondary thing that is kind of in the shadows, but we still work on it. So f if I were to, to do it for me when I was a player, um, I would I would need to do some some plyometrics uh, so like the explosiveness and the, the, the jumping ability would be a priority but I would also need change of direction and endurance and depending on how you how you program this you could work everything at once but I would um, uh, because I was really strong so I didn't, I didn't have to train a lot of strength I could do a, like during the summer I could have a four week period where I worked a lot on plyometrics which then would like be uh, kind of left behind and I could do four weeks of uh, I could do so, so basically the four, first four weeks for me then could have been some light aerobic work soon to like the around 140 uh, so don't go at the top level of it and do some plyometrics the first month then I could switch from the plyometrics to more of a change of direction and endurance and then basically keep that for the last two months and or maybe just focus a lot on, on a change of direction and gradually build endurance during those exercises but what i did wrong because i i, I was i was running a lot um, when i played because i know that my my weakness was my my conditioning my aerobic capacity wasn't high i have never been a good runner not on court or not on on anything but I ran too fast. I, or rather, I, I ran in the gray area, which means that I, I was running too fast to be aerobic and I was running too slow to be truly anaerobic, which means that I, I was just in like where you don't really improve. It's just hard. It's hard work, but it's not smart work. So if I were to have some sessions running really slow, like maybe because I was kind of not that fit in that sense then I would maybe uh, jog for a bit then walk jog walk jog walk until I can could run um, comfortably but um, I would also add some like really hard interval sessions uh, to get the mix of both so you don't always run in the in the gray area so to speak and that's important like it's it's important not to train too hard 
and it's not and it's important not to train too easy because then you won't get any progress as well but if you just like try to have a mind though yeah i'm just gonna go hard i'm just gonna go hard everything every time then good luck i don't think that's the approach we can have we have to have be conscious and, and really mindful about what are we trying to improve how are we trying to improve it and am i doing the right things so ask a, ask a professional like like you can write me on instagram if you have questions i will answer if i have time and let uh, the question is reasonable or else you'll have to pay me no just kidding um kind of <laughs> yeah no but ask me on instagram it's fine like if i have time to answer i will answer and maybe i will have to do an episode about it if many people ask and i, I don't <laughs> feel like uh, writing a lot of message messages because i have i have not that much time right now but yeah don't don't be afraid to ask like write me and i will i will answer you i can guarantee i will answer you because i just think it's amazing that people are listening and and uh, writing for advice so it's it's awesome but yeah yeah like just find out what you need for yourself and work on that and get a plan if you don't know how to ask someone who can if you don't have the money to do it get a job get the money if you have like you just work a bit more if you have the possibility to to invest in in someone who can actually help you with the training program but anyways thank you so much for listening next week i will probably go through the demands of different categories uh, doing one by one so yeah thank you so much for listening hope this has helped you in any any way Until next time, have a great week. Bye.